Hello. Hello, is this cousin Mark? This is. Wait, is this cousin Allie? It is. It's so wild to run into you here virtually. Oh my gosh, on our own podcast. Who would have thought? Our very own. <laughs> A podcast of Mark and Allie's very own. Yes, it's so exciting. And I really appreciate you entertaining, joining me a few moments early this evening. Oh, yeah, a timely 6.53. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened this week, but for some reason tonight, I'm really, like, tired. I don't know. I've been staying, like, up late each night, and now tonight, I think it just caught up to me, and we had a pasta dinner, and we had wine, and then there was a fire, and I was like, wow, I'm so sleepy. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you for making time for me. <laughs> this is, <laughs> you're all tuckered out. <laughs> you're... Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. I don't know, like, what are the activities that people are performing in these early early dark evenings like what's going on what do people have going on yeah um that's a very good question i i mean i was watching tv with my roommate um yeah tv i feel like what else is there to do yeah television it's i think it's starting to catch on (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first (laughs) It's like, um, I I don't know. I, I don't know if, like, I feel like I'm missing out on things or there's things I should be doing, but I, I don't know. Like, I get up at 5 a.m. Right. So you have your, you do morning people things. I do a lot of morning things. And so, like, by 8, 9 o'clock, I'm like, what else? I have nothing else. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> Or think or read or say. Yeah, I'm in a similar boat. I wake up at 5.30 for work. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So, I, I go in at 7, but I need I need an hour and a half to, to, get, th- to get my brain going. Yeah, that's me, too, because if I don't get up early ahead of time to, like, do the the head things like the reading and whatever journaling that I do if I don't get up and do that first before I get out into like the work world I feel like I'm just off to a bad start or something Allie should we be recording this podcast at 6 (gasps) a.m oh my god (laughs) good morning campers (laughs) it's 5 44 (laughs) a.m I would I would fall asleep midway through every episode. Oh my god. It would be really hard because I do not and bless God bless my husband. He knows this. Like I want nothing to do with anyone or anything before I've had like a massive cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm like I'm not a real <laughs> friendly person (laughs) yeah you're a morning person but you're not a nice morning person no I'm like I'm awake and nobody say anything (laughs) I I can be that way I know my roommate um, is the same way I'll walk downstairs and say morning and he'll be making his coffee he'll just kind of look at me and then look at (laughs) coffee and I'm like, I understand. It's so funny because, like, and I, as you know, as as we speak almost every week and have a lovely conversation, a lively, witty conversation, I enjoy the conversation. But first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. like, just no, just let it, just let me be. And John will, like, open his eyes and begin speaking like having questions or like throwing out (laughs) topics and I'm like just just not now I love you but not now yeah I mean that's a great skill to have 
to be able to wake up and go. I guess. Yeah. I just need time to like, mar- I don't know. I got to marinate or something. I have, I have thoughts. I'm not like brain dead. I just sometimes I'll wake up and have to like run immediately and write things down because I'll have like a writing idea oh. first thing I wake up and I don't want to lose it. And so I'm like, nobody say anything. I have to go write this down. That I have that occasional or if I have a dream that I want to remember, all right. Yeah. But this isn't a dream podcast, is it? Is is that what we're <laughs> morphing into? It's it's been my dream <laughs> to this, have a podcast is, just like this one. This is a dream come true, truly. <laughs> when a dream comes true, it's not a dream anymore. I guess. No. <gasps> space trash <laughs> I feel like space that should trash. be our <laughs> think about it <laughs> that's our hook <laughs> it's it's I our really bazinga liked... <laughs> I really liked the other week when you called something a space nugget like we had a really good idea oh yeah I actually wrote that down and put it on my little dream board I was like Oh, I like that space nugget. I say good things. I should really start listening to this podcast. Did you listen to any of them yet? Not yet. (laughs) I it's early. I think, but from other podcasters I listen to, they also don't listen to their own podcasts, and I think that's it. Takes I mean, it takes all types to make it. But I don't know. Again, one day. When we get to a million subscribers on. uh, (laughs) Then you'll start. Then you'll start being concerned about the quality of the content. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But until then, then. viewers, this is what you got. I didn't know that other podcasters don't listen to their podcasts ahead of time. Like, I I don't know. I forget. Like, I play it back to make sure that there's no issues, like, quality recording-wise. And I'm like, oh, that was really cute or funny or thoughtful or lovely. I, I forget. I, I feel like I would listen to it. I would only see the things that are wrong with it and not yeah. see all the lovely things. So maybe that's something <laughs> I'm working on with my therapist. Oh, really? The, like self-critical, like analyzing everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what what a time. It's like What a time to be alive. It's like I know I should be complaining about like coronavirus and the state of the world. But what about me and my problem? What about me and my first world problems? Yeah. Let's focus everyone on what's really important. And obviously that's me. <laughs> that's what I feel like. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to pay you just so that I can bitch to you. Yes. That, well, are you happy? I don't know if you're allowed to state this publicly. Are you happy with the therapist that you have? I am. Oh, oh. good. That's good. Yeah. That's important. And I haven't always. It's taken, like, you, I've been through a few. You got to find a good fit. If, listen, okay. if you're thinking about therapy, go, go for it. But then, like, keep, keep going for it after it, after it doesn't take the first time. I completely 100% agree with that. And you'll know when you find your person. Yes. Someone you click with. Yeah. And you'll know, like, I could think of one right off the top of my head that, like, immediately I was like, this is wrong. All everything about this is wrong. Yeah. And that's trust. Trust your. Trust your noodle about that sort of thing. 
Trust your noodle and you're all tuckered out. I love your expression. I am. I guess I just turned into a grandpa over the Christmas season. (laughs) There was something I forget that John said. And I was like, oh, my gosh. What? What (laughs) era did that come from? (laughs) Tuckered out is a good one. That's something my dad definitely used to say when we were little kids. And like. Remember when you were a little kid and you would literally be so tired doing God knows what that you couldn't even like walk physically walk up the stairs. I don't know if that ever happened to you, but like my dad would have to like carry me to bed. Oh yeah. That still happens to me. Like I can power through, (laughs) but I'm like, Oh no, (laughs) I can't walk now. I'm in no state to do so. (laughs) And you just have to, like, sleep in the kitchen? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, do you have stairs in your apartment? You have, like, an upstairs. I do. So it's sort of like a townhouse type deal. Oh, yeah. It's fancy. It is. I I like it. Think I'll I'll stick around. You're going to stick? You're going to stick with it? Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows what life is going to throw at us in the next, until my lease is up. But... (laughs) yeah lord knows well hopefully we're on the upswing we've got the vaccine being distributed ever so slowly but surely Mm -hmm. and and we got christmas oh my gosh (laughs) christmas is like the only thing i've been thinking about this whole week i'm just like christmas is the best time of year it it is i I'm not as diligent as you. I keep forgetting that Christmas is coming up. <laughs> oh, really? I have, hey, you have a tree. Do you have a tree? Uh, we have a we do have a tiny tree. Yay! And then, but at work, I have to put on Christmas carols for myself to be like, yes. okay, it, it's coming up, guys. <laughs> we got to do this. Oh my. In one week, it will be Christmas Eve. That is insane to me. I know. It feels like it was just March. Like, this year lasted 100 years and, and no time at all. Yep. It, th- something's wrong with time this year. We should... We gotta complain to Baby New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Baby New Year. Oh, my God. Is that a thing? I think that's a thing. Did I just... I think that's a thing. My... Because my friends were trying to think of what mascot each holiday had. Um, They didn't know if New Year's had one, so they invented the New Year's Changeling. (gasps) And... I like... Yeah. They wreak havoc on New Year's Day. And I think that was the extent of it. We were all pretty drunk at that point. <laughs> That's a relief to know that you were drunk, actually. <laughs> we're not this sober. If you, if you were, like, straight up sober having those conversations, I don't know what. Yeah. Not to say conversations like that haven't happened sober, but... That's... Yeah, no, I can see that. That's a different podcast. Yes, that's a that's um my space trash after dark. <laughs> that's our Patreon exclusive. Late. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Don't be looking for that kind of content on this particular episode. <laughs> oh. This episode, I feel like Oh, well, my first, the first thing I really wanted to share with you, because I feel like since you nailed your apple pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shared with us your secret to what kind of apples to use. I now have a baking trick secret of my own. Oh, please tell, tell us. Tell Tell the viewers. (laughs) 
So here's what I learned from a friend of mine, actually. Okay. Um, I made cookies. I made a batch of chocolate chip cookies, and I made a batch of oatmeal raisin cookies last weekend. Okay. And I've been doing that, as you know, every Christmas time, every, like, around my birthday time, because normally we would do it together. Yeah. Oh. Oh, remember the good times. The before times. The before <laughs> So, my, I did, like, the kind of cookies that you don't need a cookie press to make, because I don't have a cookie press. Right. So, yeah. So, these were my two chosen cookies of choice but what i didn't know even though i've been making them almost every year i didn't realize that if you make the batter then you refrigerate it for like an hour oh okay and then what does that what does that do and that means makes your cookies very fluffy and the perfect like chewy yet yet I don't know. Like chewy yet hard consistency. No. But they fluff up really nice. Okay. That is I will have to try that out. Yes, you definitely notice the difference. Okay. I will make two batches. One that I make right away. <laughs> I made I made so many cookies, oh my lord. I, because I forgot that like I'm not going anywhere that I can share them. So I had like 75 cookies. Oh, no. I mean, is that really a problem? <laughs> no. No. And I had, like, I said to, to John this evening, I was like, please remember to eat your cookies. <laughs> it is very important because I don't want to throw them out. They're really good. And I don't want to throw cookies away. So make sure you eat some every day. And he's like, how many cookies did you have today? And I was like, why does that matter? Is there like an amount that would appall you? Like a certain threshold? You're just like bouncing up and down the walls. You're like... I kind of was. I kind of... I, did, I definitely had like probably three and then I had all the um, ideas for the podcast and started like rapid fire texting. You, did, you had a lot of ideas for the podcast. And I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it. I only had one. Was it Christmas carols? It was Christmas carols. Um, Are you kidding? Um, specifically, why are there... Okay. I have issues with the song Santa Baby. <laughs> Babies is a theme. It is. <laughs> Near baby and now Santa yeah, Baby. This is Space Trash the Baby episode. <laughs> <laughs> From infancy. Um, are you... So, tell me more about this, because I only think I know maybe one or two versions of that song. The one that comes to mind immediately is Madonna. Right. That one... I... Okay, so every version of it feels a little creepy. In my personal opinion. Oh, agreed. Like... Agreed. 100%. It's like I'm not I'm not shaming anyone for their interests in men, but <laughs> I mean Santa I'm not <laughs> I don't see the appeal. I mean, I guess he's generous, he he's got a job. <laughs> he's he's um gainfully employed. <laughs> I mean, we're for fucking right. cookies, so arguable. But there are different versions where that are creepier than others. Um, so. What are the other ones? Can you name some other ones? Do you have a ranked uh, list that you probably? Thank you for asking. So, <laughs> in in fifth place, I have Madonna's version, just because okay. she's sounding like like. A child, but singing to Santa about whatever. 
they're also asking for a lot of stuff from Santa, from Santa Claus. I guess I yes. guess it's a sugar daddy situation, which again, no judging. I'm I'm guessing because of yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> right. So then um I found a lot on Spotify and oh, listen to a brief snippet of each. Um, Taylor Swift has a version and I don't feel strongly about Taylor Swift either way. I know, I know people love her and then some people hate her. I, yeah, apparently she does like there are strong emotions. Yes. And those, I got, I got no strong emotions towards her. So she comes in at number mm-hmm. four. Okay. And this is a list of one to five or five to one. Yeah, five. Either either one. <laughs> uh number three. Five being the least favorite, right? Yes. Okay. Uh number three uh is actually is interesting. Uh Nathaniel Rateliff. I think that's his, how you pronounce it. Um, okay. He has a version of Santa Baby, which. No kidding. Yeah, which I contrast with one that didn't make it on the list, one that is a dishonorable mention. Uh, Ooh. Michael Bublé's version of Santa Baby. <laughs> dishonorable mention. Does he really have one too? I didn't know that. He does, and he changes the lyrics to like Santa Buddy. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Yeah, he tries to make it more chubby. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess he doesn't want to seem gay for Santa. <laughs> and oh and it didn't work. <laughs> and it it didn't didn't really pan out the way he had hoped. Okay, that's very interesting. That's news to me, by the it, way. Yeah. So give a listen okay. if you if you've had a couple of drinks because you're gonna need them. <laughs> it's a safe assumption that I've had a couple of drinks if I'm listening to Michael Bublé's <laughs> Christmas specials. <laughs> oh dear, but yes, Nathaniel Rateliff. He has a. He sings and a baby sticks sticks to the script, which I appreciate. Okay, yeah, I appreciate that too. I'll have to listen in. Okay, and coming in at number two is Haley Reinhardt. Reinhardt. Hmm, I don't know that person. She, I know Owen, your brother, my cousin, uh, listens to Postmodern Jukebox. Oh, sure. Yes, yes, So yes. she's done some work with them. So that's how I knew her. Okay. And then I listened to this Santa baby with her. And I I enjoyed it. Okay. Very good. Mm-hmm. And then... Second place. Second place. Uh, and then coming in at number one, the original mm-hmm. Eartha Kit. Oh, wow. You can't, you can't beat it. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna sing the classics or review the classics, mm-hmm. really, it was a fight for second place. <laughs> it was it was really so the second place number is pretty pretty good. Yeah, but like no one's no one's topping Eartha Kitt. Well, I am a huge fan of the. Like the original Christmas songs. Like I'm a fan of the Bing Crosby White Christmas. Oh yeah. The the classics. Yeah, like Nat King Cole, I love singing the Christmas song and uh any of that any of that old school stuff. Yeah. I feel like the great thing about Christmas Carols is you can there are so many different moods you can have with them. <laughs> you can, yeah, you could have like 
like the jacked up crack addict feel of Feliz Navidad. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And like, can't hear that too often, apparently. That's on a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You got you got Dominic the donkey coming in. <laughs> oh my god. I have, I have not <laughs> I have not heard that this year and I completely forgot that was even a thing until you just said it right now. <laughs> it, That's a classic. That's I mean, you've got grandma got run over by a reindeer which I laugh every time I hear that song because our grandmother thought it was hilarious. <laughs> she did. Uh. She thought it was so funny that there was a song about a reindeer running over grandma. <laughs> the more you listen into the <laughs> lyrics, <laughs> you're like... It's awful. It is. It's like a really graphic mauling to death of an old woman. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> some, so there are some um, Christmas carols that are just bummers. Like yeah. some that are just depressing for the sake of who knows what. <laughs> that that familiar melancholy feeling of Christmas. Yeah. Like why do we need that? We've been through enough 2020. No more bummer Christmas carols. Yeah. Like, let's let's please stick to the uplifting Christmas carol. We don't need Christmas shoes. Oh, God, that song. <gasps> that's that's right. like, and then it comes on and you're like, you almost feel like bad turning it off. Because you're like, am I a completely heartless person? Should I listen to this and feel it? Right. It's, it just feels wrong. Like, yeah. Ugh. Her. We don't need to go there. Like you said, I can't deal with it. Like, this whole month, I've decided I'm just going to read poetry, read my literature, books about essays, and like, I'm just not. I can't deal with anything heavier. I just want to enjoy Christmas and goof around. And super exciting. This Saturday, our table read. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Saturday. (laughs) First annual uh, Thackeray Taylor. Gone. Gone. Conway. Yeah. Yeah. The family table read of Charlie Brown's Christmas mo- movie. Wait, what is it called? <laughs> Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. It's there like- it is. Thank you. I told you, I'm really, I'm a little bit tired. I'm sorry, my brain is not functioning. Um, I'm really excited for that. Have you ever done a table read before? I I have in college when... I was writing scripts to be filmed. Okay. So, so I'm excited. I'm excited to be the narrator. I think it's so wild that you're the narrator because you and I were just speaking on our last episode about like being the um writing what is it? Like not as the director, but like stage commands or What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah. Uh, Stage direction. Yeah. And you were saying you really come alive. Yeah. So this this will be a fun treat. Oh, for all the family. Oh, yeah. What what was your role again? Who are you? I'm going to be playing Linus. Oh. Uh, That's a good role. I know. I feel really lucky. I love Linus. You get the big speech about what Christmas is all about. Oh my god. Lights, please. I'm going to have to get John Conway 
see the lighting. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If we want to do, like, full costumes, I'm into it. Oh, I'm already trying to find a blanket so I can be Linus with the blanket because there's the one oh. part where he like, puts it around his head and he's like, you wouldn't hit an innocent shepherd, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I The funny thing is uh, I am almost positive that my brother and I have probably recited that entire movie like <laughs> hundreds times in our lifetime like we just know every single line yeah you guys didn't even need to us to send you the script (laughs) i was like well it's so fun to have a script in your hand though oh yeah definitely it makes it feel official now is there anything specific about a table read like is that just essentially what what writers do as a dry run before the actual filming yeah, essentially work out work out any of the issues uh in the script. Okay. Not that we're going to, not that we're gonna be changing the script. But it's <laughs> no, just... we're we're very by the book kind of family. Right. We we would never. <laughs> not in our not in our good Christian household. <laughs> I do feel like speaking of grandmom and grandpop. They are definitely going to be like looking down on us so happy that we're all doing this. Oh, they they really will. Because they love that stuff. Like, I remember Grandma telling us about how she and Grandpa were like in plays in high school or like uh, that yeah. was a huge part of their life because there wasn't the TV. Yeah, they had like the community. The community and like they would put on the plays and they would do a little, a lot of singing and dancing and acting and all that stuff. Oh, I love it. We're bringing it back. And she would always say like, do a skit. Do a little (laughs) skit. (laughs) Here we we are. Here we are. And our family has some... Some real, um, some real characters, some characters, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> characters, there, there's some real, uh, there's gonna be some star quality. Oh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. It's an exciting time. I'm just glad we don't have to actually ice skate because I can't do that. <laughs> do, do oh. you know how to- oh, you're good at ice skating, I bet, aren't you? I I do love skating. Um, I do I do roller derby for those for those of our viewers that don't know. Yes, I'm still calling them viewers. I am too because you did, and I find it comical. So now I just say viewers. See, okay. Whenever you listen to our podcast, you you just need to look into the stars. Yeah. So that way, that way you are viewing. Viewing the space. Pleasure. Um, I was thinking that because do you do roller derby, which I would assume makes you and your ankles like really good at all kinds of skating. Uh, I'm pretty good. I don't want to brag, but <laughs> you can brag. I'm terrible. We went once to the skating rink down by the river, the uh, the river rink as as it were. And I think I got like <laughs> trampled by a bunch of five-year-olds. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh no. I was like, get me off of this hell circle. What, why do people <laughs> do this? <laughs> no, just no. Like you put these blades, these sharp blades on your feet. <laughs> and then I end up on the ground not pretty it's not good it's not safe it's very unsafe it is a wild concept however (laughs) we figured it out yeah well and the idea that you would just give any idiot off the street a pair of plates (laughs) and put them on ice like i'm sure that you know your own skill level we'll trust you to figure this out (laughs) 
And then you throw us all together in a rink with like 300 other people. <laughs> they don't even give wrong? you lessons or anything. <laughs> what can go wrong? They should make you. They got to make you take a driver's test, a skater's. <laughs> I mean, at least in your car, there's no sharp objects. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. I just watch. I like to watch. Fair. So, yeah, you will not have to do any of your own stunts. No. For the. <laughs> I'm gonna just probably do the whole scene sitting down. I think that's the plan. I think that's most people's plan. Yeah, that should be the idea, really. And I guess our people, well, that's silly. People are gonna act it, act it out, I guess. You don't have to memorize it, though, do you? No, that's that's why it's a read. Yeah. And then not a table. Hence the read. That's... Sure. In fact, yeah. ironically, it's very meta because within the table read, part of my lines is saying that I can't memorize these lines. <laughs> <laughs> he freaks out about memorizing. It's... It... So really, it's fitting. Yeah, it's actually perfect. Do you have like mo- Christmas movies that you watch every year? Oh, that is a good question. I there is the there is the theory that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, I think. Excuse me. That was so rude. I'm going to edit that yawn out, everybody. I apologize. <laughs> um, I don't... I don't know that I've ever seen Die Hard, like, through and through. It's... It's a fine film, <laughs> but... I wouldn't watch it outside of Christmas. Oh, really? Okay. Like... Because it takes place at a Christmas party, and um, this guy's getting shot for some reason. I don't, I don't really remember. Oh my god! So it's a lot like the Charlie Brown Christmas movie, then. Basically the same, <laughs> same premise. It's a similar film. Oh yeah, you know, in the genre. <laughs> well. If I may, I would like to recommend Uh, a brand new movie that just came out on Hulu. And it's called Happiest Season. Oh, I did watch this. You did? What did you think? With with Kristen Stewart? Yeah. It it was good. I thought it was so cute. it It was really good. Except... I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter complaining that uh, Kristen Stewart's character and Aubrey Plaza's character didn't end up together. Um, Tell me who, help me with who they are. Is one of them the girl from Parks and Rec? Yes. I love her, and I agree with that. I was like, I I just love her. I think she's wonderful. She's brilliant. Yeah. I, I I love everything she's in. I don't that's the only time I've seen her in anything other than Parks and Rec. Okay. Yeah, she has some good now I'm thinking of it. She has like uh she has a small part in that movie Scott Pilgrim. Mm. I don't know if you've heard. I'm the worst. But... Sorry. I'm the worst with TV and movies. Most of what I know I learned from you <laughs> or Owen. <laughs> I'm not like a good movie person. That's why I was all excited that I saw this movie. That's okay. It was a it was a good movie for you to watch. <laughs> it was. Well, it was refreshing to see, you know, a um a lesbian relationship be center stage. Of a holiday film. Yeah. So I, th- I really like that. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I 
So it stuck out in my mind, like, I want to check this out because it won't be the standard that we've seen over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was really cute. And I liked that it was the mom from Elf. Oh, was it? Yeah. Do you ever watch Elf? I always watch that every year. I... I know everyone loves Elf. I. It's not one of. It's not for me. Okay, you're not on the Elf train. I'm not. Or can can we still be cousins? Yeah. Do you still like me? <laughs> of course, I have absolutely <laughs> no judgment about any of these things. I just get a kick out of it. Is it? Is it because you don't like Will Ferrell, or is it just like the? The whole premise of it. He's he's too hyper. He's very hyper. He's, he's he's just too loud. Yeah. He's too damn loud. <laughs> just relax. Okay, I gotcha. All right. Well, no, yeah. for everybody. I, I like Christmas movies where everyone's calm. <laughs> everyone's tender and mild. <laughs> like Die Hard. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Try to keep it on a level. Um, I have a movie. This is a scandalous revelation. There's oh. a movie that everyone loves and they watch every Christmas and I don't love it and I don't watch it on any Christmases. Oh. And is what what is, is it? I think it's called A Christmas Story. Okay, I am in I'm in a similar boat with really? that. I I think I think it's one of those movies you had to grow up with for it to be like a tradition to have nostalgia for it. And yet I did and I don't. Real. Okay. It's the one Hmm. So maybe it's more. Am than I that. saying the right movie? It's the one with the BB gun. Right, the BB gun, the leg the lamp, leg lamp, the... right, the kid with the snowsuit, and then the Santa that kicks the kid down the slide. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of memorable moments for me having watched mm-hmm. in past because they play it twenty four seven on TBS, or at least oh, they used that's to. Right. So I don't. I'd always catch clips of it. Like, I'd pop in and out. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing start to finish. Right. Well, I probably saw it all the way through once, and that was enough. Like, I was like, okay, some parts were mildly amusing, but for the most part, I can't stand it. Yeah, it feels like it's a little jumbled. Yeah, yeah. It, That's exactly it. I don't... It feels like a just a series of small little stories that come together and sort of make a movie. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel there's not a lot of cohesion to it. Like the little clips that I just rattled off, I don't actually know the storyline of how they link together at all. I have no idea. These things could happen in any order. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. If each scene was a card in a deck of cards, you could throw them out in any way and it would still be the same movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's maybe that's how they play it on TBS. <laughs> I don't have... Well, that's why I'm not sure I haven't seen the whole I thing. I don't have cable, so I don't even know. Well, I have cable, but barely. Like, the bare minimum. Like, we get... I think we get... It's almost retro. Like, we have cable, but only so we can get 3, 6, and 10 or something stupid. And then we have HBO randomly thrown in there. Okay. I don't have cable here at the apartment, but... At my parents' house, I did, which is where I would watch it. Oh, yeah, where you spend all your time not watching the news, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was to explain to our, to explain to our viewers. Yeah, to set the scene. 
we were joking about the blizzard that we had this this nor'easter right you sent me a text and i sent a text like just goofing off because i always found it so amusing on like the weather channel how they would like send one guy out into the actual storm like by the always like by the ocean <laughs> or like in the most treacherous. they wouldn't just put him near the ocean they'd put him like out on a pier <laughs> right and- all right, where looks the most dangerous? All right, stand right there. And they give him like a windbreaker. <laughs> like, a microphone. He's in a full suit. <laughs> They're like, Jim, we're about to send you into a nor'easter. It's 12 degrees. The snow is coming down hot and heavy, and the wind's kicked up to 45. <laughs> Here's the slicker. Yeah, like what? What's Jim gonna say after that? Like, yep, you you got that yeah, right. Then Jim goes out there in order to repeat everything they just told you from the studio, but you can see him being pummeled by the wind and the rain and the weather and the snow. And in any so in any event, I get a kick out of that. So I sent you like breaking news, winter storm, but like nothing's happening. And so we were going back and forth, but mm-hmm. then you were like, local man. Yeah. I, I think I was like, this just in. Area man doesn't watch enough news to continue this line yeah. of joking. And so I was like, oh my gosh. I didn't think about that. Like, was the news on in your household growing up? I, I feel like it was, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't stay for the okay. news. I would, I would go off to do other Mark adventures. Yes, right. Well, I think like our grandparents would like sit down and eat dinner in front of the news. Like the news was the thing to watch for the day. Yeah, and everybody watched. It's wild because now I the same channel and learned the same things at the same time. Right, which is crazy because now it's just Twitter, Facebook, yeah, like, and which is sorry, you go, which is clearly as reliable, if not more reliable. Well, Twitter is just, I mean, it's non stop, so like, Twitter, you will get the breaking news before you get it anywhere mm-hmm. else. But also, like, now people, I guess it's older, is it older people, like, watching Fox News or the news? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, there's still people selecting where they watch their TV news, and it's different now. Like, some people are getting one story, and other people are getting a different story. Yeah. Which is a whole nother wild issue that's definitely a whole other issue because now you've got your q honors going to one america and all these other other sorts of places but my only it just struck me as interesting because for you news was not a part of your regular growing up like for me it probably was because, again, it was pre, like, it was before there was online anything. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I like, I like the idea, though. You and the whole family sitting around watching the news. <laughs> yeah, their TV dinners. <laughs> but, <laughs> I think I also probably got a lot of my news lines from watching Saturday Night Live and they used to have weekend update or they still have weekend update. <laughs> oh yeah. What weekend update? You know? Now I think it's like Michael Che and Colin. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, they do oh, it now. And it used they... to be Seth Meyers years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like everyone who's done Weekend Update has gone on to do 
bigger oh, and better you're things. Right, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Mm. Right. So I feel like if you're gonna get on SNL, the best the best thing you can do for yourself is get in on Weekend <laughs> Update. So true. So true. It's the most entertaining part. I feel. I don't always love Saturday Night Live anymore. Like, I watch it, but sometimes I'm just not happy with it. Hmm. Yeah, it's always hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. They, I really love that comedian, but when they John hit... Mulaney. Do you like him? Oh, he's great. I love oh, him so yay. much. Okay. Well, he hosted around Halloween time, and I didn't like it. Oh, okay. I did not watch that one. Yeah, but I would. Why didn't you? Like- I was surprised. He was just kind of like off, like making jokes that I thought were offensive, which he never did before. Oh, oh. Yeah. That is. It was inappropriate. And then he did one skit that I had to actually turn off because it was like downright gross. Ew. I know. So I was like, I told my brother, immediately I contacted my brother because (laughs) this kind of thing can't be left unchecked. And so I told my brother, I was like, you won't believe this. I have to turn off John Mulaney. It's gross. It's weird. So he watched it and said the same thing. And I was like, okay, so it's not just me being like prudish. It was really like him being really off. Like the opening monologue, he like made fun of old people in a way that wasn't funny. It was just mean. And I was like, wait, I didn't think he was a mean guy. He, he doesn't seem like a mean guy from his no. stand up. And I think, I just think he was off or something. Like, I can't imagine he's really mean. He just came across like a jerk. But I'm choosing. Mm. You know what I think? Like, I'm just not. Sorry. Do you know what hmm? happened? Oh. You finish Sorry. your point. And I'll get on to my silly. I'll get on to my silly. My silly thing. I was just going say that I I just put it out of my mind and I'm going to pretend it didn't happen because I think he's absolutely brilliant and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think is going to happen. Um, on the night of Christmas Eve, he'll be visited by three ghosts. <laughs> okay. The ghosts of- They're going to like whip him into shape. The ghosts just do past present you know all the yes. tenses maybe even present progressive <laughs> past participle that's the ghost that visit writers <laughs> <laughs> that's actually cute I like that but no he'll he'll be sorted out by the end of that I hope so, so because he is just a rare comedian that when I watch his stand-up specials like I roll and I have tears tears literally yeah he's he's good and I think probably because he had the Catholic upbringing and we also had the Catholic upbringing that he's taken on certain tendencies and whatnot I think, I think that's why he hits with a lot of, a lot of the, the culturally Catholic. Yes, the people like ourselves. Well, there's somebody I don't remember who it is, but they imitate John Mulaney on Saturday Night Live, and it's so priceless. Or no, maybe it was somebody on Seth Meyers' show. I forget, but like it was so funny because there is. Like, I feel like these comedians have their own cadence or something about the way they speak. Like, you know, like, people can imitate John Mulaney or they can imitate 
I don't know, Steve Martin or like they have this yeah. certain or like yeah, Seinfeld. There's like this signature delivery that they have. Yeah. It's it's amazing how people can pick up on that and do those impressions. Cause I I can't do impressions at all. Oh wow, that's not a thing that you do. It it's not, I refuse. <laughs> um <laughs> I got you. That's interesting. And so, because that definitely is a thing that I would say, like, my brother is, like, just an impressionist. Yes. He can... Your yes. brother's brilliant. Um, if we haven't... If we hadn't made that clear yet to our <laughs> listeners. We should have him on. We should invite him on the podcast. We should. I was thinking, how how many cousins do we have to go through for our <laughs> we podcast? We have a number of them, and they're very arty in their yeah. own ways. I talked to our cousin Valerie about it. I think oh, she might be interested. Sure. She's a poet. Yeah. She's into we the get poetry, all... the writing, the acting. Um, she's just a is a renaissance oh, I woman. I love that. That's the perfect way to describe her. I'm I'm just I'm tuckered in. <laughs> I'm coming out with a renaissance woman. I'm telling you that's the that is such a perfect reference. That's lovely. And she's very <laughs> she's very renaissance. Yes, she's a renaissance woman. <laughs> There's no there's no adjective. <laughs> right. It's very renaissance <laughs> <clears throat> And then, of course, Emily. Emily is um, a brilliant... Uh, she wrote about the smooths. Like, very creative. Yeah. There's just a lot of creativity that I hope and all the other cousins and if you're a cousin if you're a cousin we didn't mention do not take offense on the podcast this is a family that leaves no one behind let us make that very clear we We will name name them all right here and now (laughs) my sister Kate. Kate and Mark and Allie and Owen and Emily and Valerie and Tripper and Evelyn and Lee and Frank. And Frank. Jesus. And Frank. Well, Frank's not your cousin. He's yes, your son. That is why I did not immediately think of him. And I heard he's going to be in the play as well. I'm so thrilled. I hope he is too. I, he better be. <laughs> he better be. He better buck up, mister. <laughs> I'm a tough narrator, I tell you. <laughs> I I'll make him do his lines he again. He has one line. <laughs> and he better That's say right. it right, damn it. <laughs> You're going to just cut. You're going to be like, cut. Yeah. Frank, Frank, come yeah. aside. Come aside. <laughs> I don't think give. All right, we. Ju- I just need to know your motivation for the scene. You want get. You want people who are gonna give their all in this performance. Exactly. I mean, this is a freaking Christmas performance. Right. Right. It only comes this once is, a this year. This is something that means something to people. This is who we are as human beings. It's a family tradition for the first time. (laughs) I I really do hope we continue doing this over the years. Absolutely. We're gonna and we're gonna remember, we're gonna tell tales about COVID times. And no one's gonna forget (laughs) the tales of old. See each other face to face because we could kill each other. 
Well, how's that different from any other Christmas? It was either COVID or Allie's sweet potato casserole. <laughs> One way or another. It was a lethal gathering. <laughs> I have a oh, question oh, for you. Wait, did we cover all of our nuggets? Yes. We covered the news. That was important. Oh, in closing, right. I have two closing topics. Do you want to talk about how to test yourself for COVID? Oh. Or do you want to talk about Christmas wrappings? Ooh. Um, let's start, or we'll do <laughs> okay. Christmas wrappings. That seems a little <laughs> less morbid. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're both uplifting. Uh so my question to you is, I'm trying to be much more eco-friendly, like environmentally conscious about the wrapping that goes along with Christmas. And I feel like, if I remember okay. correctly, you don't buy wrapping paper or cards or any of that. Right. I have kind of like a... I don't want to say cardboardish, but like a brown paper that I wrap presents in. And then I just write on it or like draw their name or something in block letters. Yes. So it's partially out of laziness, just that I don't have to buy different wrapping paper for everything. But I do. I hope it's doing something good well, for the I environment. I tell you that you've inspired me because I noticed that you do that and I was curious where you get that brown paper from oh I think I got I either <gasps> got from the dollar store or from no Target. Kidding. so you find it with the shipping <gasps> supplies oh Because it's, because it's not technically wrapping this... paper. It's more like what you'd wrap something to send to the parcel. post office. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. If you're sending a parcel to someone. So this is great to know. I didn't know that. If I can find it at the dollar store bonus points all around because now you're better for the environment and cheaper to purchase. Yeah. Better for your wallet. You can save some paper by buying brown paper. I'm really I'm really going to do that because <laughs> I think it's important to do because I just heard like wrapping paper is not recyclable. Yeah, because of oh, the wow, dyes really? and the glitter and all these things that go into it. So, and then you've got your ribbon, like your bows. Mm -hmm. Your mm -hmm. yeah, the frills. all the frills. So I'm thinking I'm gonna take a page from your book, and I and I was I've been meaning to ask you about the wrapping paper for quite some time. So thank you for sharing your secrets. Of course, we we share baking oh tips. Gosh, we share wrapping tips. The best versions of ourselves. We are. We. This is basically a Martha Stewart <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Wait, is one of us? We're we're in jail <laughs> with Snoop Dogg. One of us in the prison. <laughs> Coming to you live from cell. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, so that was my wrapping question, and we're four minutes over, so I'll keep this final topic quick. But I was I was just informed today of a way that you can test yourself for COVID. And you pour a glass okay. of wine, More. and if you can smell it, and if you can taste it, then you probably don't have COVID. <laughs> So you can test yourself as often as you need from the comfort of your own home. 
<laughs> that I think that's a good test. I think we should publish this. <laughs> Lori actually sent me a clip of a doctor who gave this advice via YouTube. <laughs> and she said oh yeah she like takes a sip of the wine and she's like i don't have covid i tested myself 45 times last night <laughs> she's like but i woke <laughs> up and i had a bit of a headache and i wasn't feeling so good so i kept testing throughout the day but i still don't have covid <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's really yeah, the only I mean, way you can be tell on the safe side that's what I'm saying. It's just, just be safe. Test yourself. Oh yeah. Oh, Wash yeah. your hands. Way into the the sign off that we have yet to really nail. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be weird after COVID <laughs> when we continue the podcast. They're gonna be like, we don't need to wear masks anymore. <laughs> Um, well this has been a lovely recap of our Christmas plans and thoughts and I hope that you sleep well with visions of sugar plums dancing in your head no I I do every (laughs) night even off season (laughs) sugar plum off season well Definitely listen to the various versions of Santa Baby and decide on my own which ones I think are the least creepy. Please, it is a very interesting exercise. I think you'll get a lot out of it. These are important and worthwhile endeavors. Amen, sister. Amen to that. Um, All right, well... Until next time, I hope everyone has happy holidays. Stay safe out there. Yes. Yes, and uh, be sure to wash your hands. And we love you. And wear a mask. We love you.